Let me try not to pull a chase. Yeah, don't pull a chase. Ready? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the 505 Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode. We uh, we got a fun one today because it's just the biggest rocks in all the land. We had to, we just, you know, we had we to, stay cut, holding we had it to cut a little bit of fat on the pod. We have a we have a third co-host named Chase, and um, he just, he's not here today. He just died. He just got bored yeah. and didn't want a pod. We would have a really epic pod. So we replaced him with an even better guest. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to welcome to the stage Aiden Minton. Aiden is from Columbus, Ohio, and he's a filmmaker and photographer who has ventured out to Los Angeles. Angeles, and he's finishing up his degree right now and he fucking blew off an essay to come and be on the pod which is legendary on, and we appreciate you appreciate we appreciate you appreciate making time for us and dude welcome to the show it's really really hyped to have you thank you yeah i'm, I'm glad to be here it's so the, yeah the way this came about is me and aiden literally met yesterday we which were on a beast. boat yeah yeah we had been following each other for a minute on on instagram and we have a mutual friend named derek and he was like you guys for sure should for sure meet aiden came up to me yesterday on the boat is like yo Nice to meet you. And I was like, what's good, bro? And then we got to talking for like five minutes. And I was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And do you want to be on our podcast? Because you're sick. I love your content. And I think you'd be a cool guest. So thanks for coming, bro. Dude, I'm of course. super short. I think I, I'm really excited, though, because I don't know a ton about you. And we're going to learn a bunch yeah, about you today. Even better. That's yeah, good. Exactly. That's good. More also, genuine. I will say, I still think about the fact that I just don't have homework. We don't have homework like ever again. <laughs> oh and I think it's the same. I used to hate Sundays when you're like... <sighs> You're just like either hung over from hitting, going out the or like, and just getting wrecked. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, so I'm, I'm really sorry that you're going through that right now, but you're almost done. It's all good. It's all good. I It'll be one, over soon. I have one question for you though on the school side before we like hop into this. Yeah. Because yeah. you're going to, is it film school technically? Technically film school. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you feel like you, because we're both college grads. Do you feel like that you've learned more being in school or being out here in LA and just like meeting people and like actually working? I'm just very curious on your perspective. Yeah. I mean, hands down, I think definitely on LA. I mean, okay. experience personal firsthand will like always be the best. Okay. Um, there's only so much you can learn in a classroom. And I mean, there's some things you, I don't even know. I can't, I definitely, definitely, uh, the personal experience do you hand think down, hand do, down do you think though because like that i agree with you on that but my thing my other side of it is yeah, like yeah do you think that the networking that you've had in college was really beneficial to you or not because um, it, you know you're in a weird spot right it was online and whatnot it's hard because i had some really great opportunities come from my network in college that i would never have thought um but that's not necessarily because of film school that's just because of like who you are maybe mm -hmm. I, I mean or just like who I knew at the time, mm. um, but directly correlation correlated to like film school. Probably not. Wow. Um, I think, I mean, today's age, I think social media has made it so easy to know your network you need to be tapped into. Has the whole time you've been going to school online or was there a time that you went to the school physically? No. Yeah. So I, I was in school for the first two years, pretty much all the way through. Um, I took a semester off for work, had a, had a really cool opportunity. Um, I was on tour for a little bit, so nice. Yeah, yeah, that was super sick. Um, Who were you on tour with? Uh, it was a group called Social House. I don't know if you've heard of them. They, I feel they like were, I um, have. Yeah. Okay, yeah, they sing like Magic in the Hamptons. They've got yes. some bangers. Yeah, they were open up for Ariana, so it was like a massive tour. Oh, you oh. were on. So you were on that tour. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. the wow. sweet, the sweetener world tour, the arena tour that yeah. they were going on. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. So I was like, literally first day back in school, 
I put in like a leave of absence, and I was like, I'm peacing. Oh That's my god! Good reason to fucking yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I think, I think that you think you made the right call. Yeah. How well, was that? You. How was being on an arena tour? That's a whole. That's just I can't mean, even fathom. It was my first experience on tour. Really? Oh, wow. Um, Had you shot like concert stuff before? Yeah, a couple, a couple here and there, but I mean, that was like that's was, like it's most consistent. You know, every night, every couple of nights. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was insane. It's like your that's the dream, right? That's like the goal of of shooting shows. I've yet to do a full tour. Is there any, did you learn anything on tour that advice to a kid who potentially I'll probably go on a tour at some point. Yeah. Um, or kids that like, you know, I actually, it's funny. I got mm. a DM literally like a couple of days ago from a kid being like, yo, I'm about to go on tour. Is there anything, any advice you would give to me? And I was like, yeah. dude, I've only, I only do weekend <laughs> shows. I haven't gone on a full tour. So I yeah. would love to know from your perspective mm. of going on a full on arena tour mm. with one of the fucking biggest, biggest yeah. Yeah. generation. Yeah. Um, I'd say the stamina maybe to like have create creative creativity on like the shows is like huge. You don't really think about it. You're shooting the same show every time. Yeah. And maybe after a week or two, like it gets kind of old. Not old, but like the shots look the same. It's 100%. the same thing. You know yeah, everything. Yeah. So you have to change up the lenses, the shots. Like you got to be super creative in how you're like documenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess just maybe something it's not thought of as, as much as maybe just like the relationships of the people behind the scenes is like mm. the biggest thing. Um, that's probably the biggest. Could you speak a little bit on like different lenses that you maybe brought and like what what did you bring that you were like, ooh, this really hit tonight? Or like, and like what kind of gear do you use? Like I, I, I feel I feel <laughs> that so hard of like using like shoot, I shoot sports and we right. shoot the same game and like right. we talked about this eighty two fucking games. So that's it's insane. Like, to try and make it different every time is yeah. such a struggle. And, yeah. And I feel like mm. I tried. This was my first year that I feel like I did get different stuff. Nice. Last year it was like I literally felt like we we're just in a hamster wheel of like going to the game. Okay, shots. Oh, you, you go got, home. Yeah. Bye. You know? Right. So this year I really tried, like you said, to bring different lenses, try new apertures, like nice. all kinds of shit. Yeah. So what did you do on tour? Yeah, I switched the lenses. Um, I didn't really have too much to work with. I had like a 70 to 200 that I loved. That was mm. great. Really, like, super close up because I couldn't like be on stage. I'd mm. be like kind of down under. Mm. Um, I just got a 70 200 and I've, I've been loving the it's shots. It's great, that right? Getting. It's yeah. my favorite lens, bro. Yeah. It's so good. 16 to 35 and then i had a 35 1.4 which so you was had, you had a little nice, wow. like nice variety i had a great variety yeah. um i like that you're either mad wide at 16 to 35 or super <laughs> super wide. close yeah, yeah that's I, I like that style me too it's like in the middle is kind of eh. exactly Weird. like make a decision go right wide right right no but seriously yeah, yeah totally. but going back to your original question um was it you said so after tour i came back um for, to school and how long was the tour it was about three months Actually, okay. well, okay, so there was nine months of the tour, but I was on the third leg. She did one leg in the U.S., another leg in Europe, and then the third leg I was in the U.S. Dude, I can't so even it was about imagine. So it was about a month and a half, two months. I'm tired off for just a weekend. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> nah, it was, it was awesome. It was great. Were you living on a tour bus? Yeah, we did stop at hotels, but some days we'd just be on the bus And time. were you just shooting Social House, or did you get to shoot Ariana as well? Uh, no, nah, I didn't get to shoot Ariana, but there were talks I was going to, but it was towards the end and it was, mm-hmm. didn't want to push it. Sure. But yeah, mm-hmm. no, nah, Social House was great. It was awesome. Nice. The, the legends. I mean, I'm still like super close with them today. So. How Do you still shoot with them? Like uh, how- Here and there, we, we like I'll, I'll do some stuff with them. I, I definitely want to do some stuff with them in this coming year. I just, I don't have a lot of time right now to like, I don't know, like home stretch of school, baby. After, totally. after mm-hmm. that, I'll definitely be down to like 
Three yeah. three weeks left. Three of weeks year. left. Let's go, I, dude. I want. I'm ready for you to be done. <laughs> I, I think you'll just be like, oh, just the I'm, biggest weight lifted off yeah, your shoulders. I can't wait. I do want to touch on though balancing schoolwork and you know doing photo video stuff because a lot of the kids who listen to our podcast are younger, yeah. mm-hmm. either in like up and coming high school or most of them are probably in college. Yeah, you know, trying to get into photo video or doing it as well. So mm-hmm. how has like balancing? Because you're obviously doing a ton of work. It's not. I feel like you've you've gotten a good like kind of grip on your career and like shooting a bunch so like how has that been balancing work with school and professionally yeah it's been um this past like couple months in this past year as i moved to la has been probably the most difficult because i've been like the most amount of classes and it's like full-time school like moving to la didn't help either like now i'm in charge of like you know all my rent like everything full full-time video and full-time school it's been extremely difficult to manage last year i kind of finessed the system i had like an internship so to speak and uh you know was able to like kind of not have to worry about school and was able to like pursue more creative uh things which was amazing but i didn't really think that as like oh this is like normal because looking back it's like oh that's like i had a shit ton of more time because of the way i had put things in order was it almost like you got an in, in, internship I, it was an internship with someone i usually work with for freelance and they like kind of signed off i hope my no my teachers won't see this so it won't, won't matter but like <laughs> they just signed off you know were like oh yeah aiden's working for me and i mean i would here and there yeah but not great. like full-time so mm-hmm. was able to you know do some other passion projects and some things that would definitely like, project my career um that's as, great as opposed to just doing like boring nine to five work when you say passion projects yeah. what does that look like because I know that you were you like traveling, shooting that kind of content, or was it more so making spec work for work that you kind of mm-hmm. wanted to? Yeah, to- definitely more spec work. Um, I did a a job for not really a job, it was spec. So it was for the my local professional soccer team, like the Columbus Crew. I was talking to you about this yesterday, yes. actually. Yeah. Nice. So um, this is kind of how I got the job with the national team this past summer. Um, I, I reached out to the, the crew. I was like, yo, I have this really great idea. I want to make this video for you guys. You just won the MLS cup. There's a lot of hype. Like I have this really cool story idea. Don't even worry about payment. Like I would love to talk. And I didn't really give too much specific, 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 specificity. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Specifications. Specificity. <laughs> I didn't want to give too much, uh, specifics because, you know, obviously they could run with the idea or whatever, whatever. So I was kind of low-key on the specifics but um yeah i pretty much pitched this idea to them and they were like yeah we don't want to we're not working for any outside work like i'm like totally fine i'm not looking for pay at all like would love to just i just kind of want approval on the project nice and they never got back to me never not anything really and i had some pretty like well good connections within like the media team and you know i had some players on the on the team that were friends with me i'd grown up playing with i played like all throughout college obviously so um, i had some good connects and nothing like they were pretty pretty uh cold um so i made the thing anyways got some group of guys together and just kind of put something together that i could use whatever i could didn't really have any real-time footage just use like archivable stuff some 3d work that i could use as like in place of real footage and then made this thing and it kind of quote unquote did well for me um on social on social yeah a little bit at the time and uh yeah it got around and the kind of kind of how i got the job with the national team 
So I think that's really important. Huge. Yeah, because we tell people all the time, they're like, oh, I, I don't have an opportunity. And my DM back is always make an opportunity. Yeah. Because like you just said, you didn't have a job with them. They ignored you. They literally said, literally said, kind of literally told you was no. like, yeah. nah, we don't want to yeah, do this. Exactly. And I was like, kind of like took it personally a little bit. Yeah. I was like, you don't even know, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know what I'm capable of. You don't of. even know. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan, I took it personally. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I think that, I think that if you're listening right now, that if you want to make anything, any idea happen, a fucking Nike project or whatever, you just got to go film it. Yeah. Get the idea. Just make it, yeah, yeah. Just write it down and go get your buddies and make it happen. Yeah. Don't wait for the opportunity to present itself. And also like if you hear no, fucking fuck that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. If you can't shoot with the actual national team, go make exactly what you want. Right. Some way else right. or with other people. And then finesse your way into the system. Right. But yeah. that's what you always say, man. You gotta you gotta make the work that you want to get hired for. Yep, right? That's exactly is. what you did. There it Fact. is. Yeah. So now you're working with the national team? Uh, I was over the summer. Um, not so much as of the moment. Um, I'm doing kind of a similar project at the moment with them that I was doing for the crew. Oh fun. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, Let's go. Again, that's so. awesome. So you've been working on that for a minute now. Yeah. Yeah. Very and that's cool. a big and that's a bigger project. Yeah. Okay, I know you probably can't talk about the project, but could you kind of talk me through yeah. just the workflow that goes on in the back end of that? Because I think people would find that really interesting. Definitely. Just like, yeah. how, you know, you came up with the idea. Did you write it down? Are you a fucking journal guy? Are you an iPad guy? Yeah. Like, talk me through a little bit about your process for coming up with yeah. creative videos. Yeah, yeah. So it started off, honestly, with I wanted to make something for the Gold Cup. They won the Gold Cup. That was when I was with them, like, shooting all the time. And I wanted to like, oh, have something that I can, you know, put together I'm proud of that represents something that I would have shot and edited um, the documents. Beautiful. The Gold Cup. And then that slowly turned in. And I was like, oh, I don't want to make anything too crazy because like I'm going to put all this time into it. And uh, just something that they could see like, oh, this is what he can really do. Because um, when I was with them, I was kind of limited on time. It was like quick turnarounds, like very internal work. Oh, I Nothing know. Like, I know how the sports you know game goes, dude. Exactly. They, they're like, tomorrow. I'm like, it won't be sick if we exactly. do it tomorrow. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's right. That's sick. Yeah, like, it's give like, me a want- week. <laughs> Please give me a week and right. we'll make a banger. Yeah. And so I was, I was kind of limited with time. Um, what were your what were your deliverables though when working with them? Is it were you doing photo and video, just video, just video, and um, you were just like shooting the games and then turning around like edits for um, social or yeah? So I would shoot a bunch of the training um, and the games. Honestly, were actually shot for me. They had a team that would shoot the games mm. and I would just get the footage just from cook. the games you would and just I would cook. just edit. Bang! How do you like shooting versus uh, versus editing? Is there one that you prefer? Because you're dirty with the editing. I'd say I think my stronger suit is probably editing just because okay. th- there's not really a limit to what you can do when you're editing, but the editing is kind of based on the footage you get. Totally. So I, if it's like specific concepts you have in mind that will only work if you shot it, because I don't know, in real time, like when I was getting the footage, it was great when I was like, oh, I could use this as a transition or mm-hmm. I could, I could, I could do this or whatever versus like, I don't know, like they're just kind of shooting what they want to shoot. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You almost shoot with the edit in mind when oh, you 100%. shoot. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, everyone has a different style. So you were short on turnaround time. Short on didn't turnaround have a ton time. Of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Where you were, pro- going? Process. You're going with. Uh, give you, me, give me a little you, bit you. of process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it started off with I was like, I'm gonna make the sick thing for the the gold cup, and then as I was like, Nah, dude, I can't just like kind of stop there and like, cause like my initial thought process was, I'll make this thing that's maybe 50% of what I'm capable of just to like put it in their face with the potential that they could be like, 
oh, that's pretty sick. Would you want to do more or whatever? Or I was like, nah, I could just go 100% all in balls to the wall, like full send on this thing and leave like no room for error and just like have something to show for that will like open up doors further than the national team. I like that. Um, Because I mean, posting a video with the national team alone will obviously have like some weight to it just because of the brand and of course definitely yeah so might as well make the dopest thing possible and so like you said the process it kind of started off as this thing that was like oh, i'll just do this you know something to show what i can do and then turned into this massive thing that um originally i was like that's not a good idea to do but it i somehow justified like what what else am i gonna do like mm. what else am i gonna spend my time on um you know for passion projects or like you know yeah so it slowly slowly turned into this insane thing that uh it's like the first project i'm having to delegate creative to mm. very cool. so i'm very i'm yeah i'm directing i'm editing um doing some vfx and also delegating vfx don't want to get too specific but delegating other things as well nice dude so very much so first time like having to um produce something as well and see how that works because obviously this is kind of like it doesn't have too much of a time stamp on it there is a little bit but like in reality if this was like an actual client that was like hammering me for the deadline like that's a good note to have because you know obviously i'm kind of going at my own pace whereas like in the real world if someone were to hire me for this they'd be like yo we need this now mm -hmm. um so it's cool to like kind of go through the motions a little bit and get an idea of how this shit works um you know talking with different people like that's probably been the biggest thing i think nice what would be like some of your advice for someone who wants to get their foot in the door with sports because hmm. you you know you sounds like yeah. you try try to get in with somebody and then that didn't work and right. I, th I think that happens a lot like you never Definitely. a lot of the times you're not going to get that first ask and it takes yeah. another knock or maybe a backdoor situation like going right. and doing a different way than actually just fucking hitting apply because there's 5,000 people yeah. that also just hit apply you know right right so tell me a little bit about what your advice would be for somebody um, like that yeah, I mean, when I first, that was my thought. I was like, yo, I really want to make something for the crew, like my home team. And for the most part, I don't really have anything to show. Like, so, like I really was like kind of concerned. I was like, I don't have any reason to get hired for this, genuinely. Were you Other shooting? than like other stuff that I may have shot, mm. which doesn't really necessarily translate. Were you shooting sports before or no? Nah, so, nah nothing. Uh, so that was the first, technically the first sports video I ever made. Wow. Was the goal, was the goal. the crew one was the crew one and gotcha. I was like they have all the rights to say no genuinely you know what I mean like I'm not um, it was a little like it has to be like somewhat of an ego thing you gotta be you know what I mean of course mm -hmm. let's Definitely. be real like they have no reason to hire me I have zero portfolio work with any type of sports it's funny because Braden has a story of like the one time or the how many concerts have you shot a few and I had shot none at that time when yeah. they, when they asked me to do that. And so Braden shot a a <laughs> festival and he doesn't have any concert footage, but he's like, "Yo, I chef at football yeah, at that's Oregon." What I, said. I was like, "This is a this is an event." I was like, "I could chef at this event." And they're like, oh, "They're like, dude, they're like, dude, uh, <laughs> they're like all these guys." It was in a it was in like a thing on Facebook, like a, I was in like a group chat or whatever. But these guys had posted all these crazy concert reels, like been on wow. tour with like Elenium and Damn. like all these crazy dudes. And I like DM the guy, and I'm I'm not about to comment my sports. Video on this shit right like dm the guy i'm like yo i'm like re live really close to this and i never made a concert before but i can chef a sports video and i'm assuming it's very similar dude <laughs> and then the guy was like ballsy comment man <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but like he respects uh, yeah he but respects he's like he's hustle. like i'll let uh, uh let's try this out and like see if this could work and then i did something like really well for them and he's like 
oh, we're just going to keep feeding you stuff. And nice, they just kept dude. dishing me like little con, like I did something for Yachty, little Yachty oh, for them. Sick. And like a few, other, I can't even remember the other artists that we did stuff for, but it was really fun. And I was like, yeah, just shot my shot and just, dude, I was like, come that's on. That's what you got to like, do, right? You know, if, I think that like almost that overconfidence in yourself and being like, I'm not yeah. going to mess this up. And when I got up to the plate, I hit a double, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. we, we, hit a, we hit a little base hit. Nice, <laughs> dude. For someone listening, if you're, you know, if you're shooting a certain kind of content and you want to change, you want to pivot, you, you want to yeah. pivot, mm-hmm. pivot, yeah. Like, don't underestimate what you're learning shooting one type of content. Definitely, because it all can translate. Like something you learn shooting sports can translate into shooting concerts and right. vice versa. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I think that like anything you learn from shooting any kind of medium is definitely transferable. That you can and you'll take things that you learn from shooting other stuff and and use them while shooting um, a different kind of medium. The best thing you can do, I mean, just provide the best value possible is the easiest way um, to get in the door. And it's like, what does that even, what does that mean? Well, you have to, you have to give the best chance to yourself, whether that is like maybe offering to shoot for free. uh, That's always like the easiest way. Like I offered to do that video for who doesn't like free shit. Who doesn't, if you, yeah, right. It's literally zero risk, zero risk, zero risk. Right. Which I was so baffled. Yeah, I know. Right. You have zero. I've had that happen so many times. I'm like, you're stupid for not. Right. It's like, I'm like, like, I'm nice at this dude. Like, come (laughs) on, take the, my offer. I'm literally helping you out. Yeah. I'm doing a charity favor. (laughs) You're like, do this for you. It's kind of hard. I mean, you kind of have to just put yourself in a position where, you know, because no one has, not everyone has access to the, that's the biggest thing is access. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, well, it's really dependent upon how, what your like limitations are. For example, like during that video, um, I didn't have any like shots that I really shot on the field. Everything was either archive footage, just like downloaded through, from YouTube. I shot one scene in like a random court that looked like a you know Mm. like a soccer field like it was like a really vintage like you know street ball type vibe sick that worked and then everything else was either like just shots of the city that anyone could get and just be effective and just like telling a story with the audio and right right exactly it's just like compiling a bunch of different assets to make the best thing possible that people would be moved by and that seemed to work i like that because it's like just because you don't have access, not everyone's going to be able to yeah. go shoot LeBron. Not right, everyone's going to go right. be able shoot to the shoot the national that. team. Yeah. Don't let that not having access yeah. stop you. Mm-hmm. Tell the best story you can right. with the footage, footage that you're able to get. Yeah. I mean, I with like the that. internet tonight, you can literally make the things you can make today. Yeah, I is know. so insane. You almost don't. Ha- you, you don't, don't have even. An excuse. Not even lying. Yeah. Like, I'm not like the footage. Like, I shot a lot of stuff with the national team, but the stuff you can make today is almost better like it's just so much more visually appealing especially to today's audience is like it's preferable from me from an editing standpoint because i can really just i have every little detail i can you know be super specific and it's like almost better than like obviously other than the real-time game footage Mm -hmm. but like it's almost preferable than like what are you gonna go get this perfect shot other than like you know just download it real quick yeah Yeah. right exactly someone's already done it (laughs) you said how you posted this video that you made, a spec piece that yeah. did really well for you on social and obviously open doors. I want to talk about a little bit how you've been able to grow your social media following mm. and like how has that played a role into you being able to get work as a filmmaker? Today's social media, I feel like has a, a, a lot to do with it, but also it doesn't have anything to do with it. Okay. Your work obviously will speak for itself. 
um, and that's where people hire you. But it's so weird. I feel like today's day and age, obviously you guys know, some people will get hired maybe because they have like a certain amount of followers mm -hmm. or whatever, and it's so dumb. And it's such a weird game. I think about it all the time. It's like, if maybe if I had, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. like, I think the only thing you can really control is just the work. And, and that will that will eventually, you know, the market will decide. Um, totally. I mm -hmm. think it's harder to grow today than it was in the past, obviously. Definitely. Absolutely. It's like yeah. borderline impossible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you were, I mean, you have like 22,000 followers on Instagram. So like, how were you able to go from zero yeah. to 22? I mean, it definitely took some time. Mm. Was it was it all like were you were you posting hashtagging were you like dude I remember back when I was trying to fucking grow like way back like mm -hmm. maybe I don't know like 2015 was commenting on fucking I would spend an hour a day commenting on really? random people's shit like I would just hashtag videography and go leave like a nice comment on yeah. someone's fucking page yeah. and like a few pics and but see the problem with that was and dude I remember even earlier than that like before before IG was like no, not before IG was big, but before the videographer scene, I guess, was huge. I was doing the unfollow follow thing. Mm. But see, there's a huge mm. problem with that. And I think that the kids don't know this nowadays. Yeah. It's like that just ruins relationships because right. you're not getting yeah. the point. I guess the point of a following in today's age, right, would be to for social capital, right? Yeah. To either sell to the audience something. Totally. Okay. But if you're fucking unfollowing people and not building a community, yeah. then it's pointless. There's no there's no point to doing that. You if know? I'm following someone on social media, mm -hmm. on specifically Instagram, let's yeah. say. And then I go to their profile and then I check. And mm -hmm. I know that we're following each other. Mm -hmm. Then I see that they've unfollowed me. I'm hitting unfollow uh, inst so inst fast. Instantaneously. Yeah, huh? I don't want to follow someone who Well, like, I guess it depends why you're following them in the first sure. place. You no, no, know definitely, what I mean? Definitely. That's like 100%. the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, but it is, I mean, it is interesting. I think it's like very important because, dude, I remember the only reason I wanted to hit 10K <laughs> so <laughs> bad was swipe up. And they gave oh, me yeah, swipe up. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, bro, I don't give a shit anymore. Now <laughs> yeah. it's like now I really don't have a reason to yeah. like care about the number. And I was so infatuated with the number sure. for so long. And I, I remember saw some fucking video out there somewhere and the guy was like, if, if you're, if it was like a, a definitely a limiting belief that I had that I was like, I'm not getting work because I don't have X amount of followers is what I thought in my head. Mm. And this person, I don't remember who the fuck it was, put out a video and then was like, you're, you're limiting yourself just based off a fucking stupid number that mm -hmm. doesn't matter. And I was like, yeah, that's just it. That's me. Thumbs right here. You yeah. know? So I need to like make an adjustment and just post. And then I started just posting whatever I wanted. I, it was in maybe sophomore year of college. I was just ripping it. Just like, okay, we're no longer like been a post like fucking club at the frat house yeah, in the yeah, basement yeah. i'm like this is a business now and it's nice. only video stuff and i think that little shift in my mindset helped me mm -hmm. a lot and i was like i just started documenting what i was doing like just as a scrapbook yeah. but only my good stuff my right. good work right. that i was yeah, proud like of a portfolio yeah and then it changed a lot because i was like oh then people were hitting me up for work and i was right. like oh i was a bitch this whole time because <laughs> i was just too self-conscious about like yeah. trying to grow a brand totally. and like yeah. you know being fake on the fucking internet mm. and i think yeah. that now it's changed a lot yeah so go back to talking about a little bit like how were you able at the beginning yeah you know, to grow, to grow that yeah. grow that brand i think uh at the beginning when social was like super in like in its infancy mm. I, I was doing some work with um a kid who was at my school he did a bunch of like soccer content nice um and he was like huge on just like posting uh a bunch of content that was like he had like I don't know. I think like over like 300k. Okay. Oh, wow. So like I was e that was like super easy for me because I was like his right hand man. I'd film all the stuff. I'd be in the videos. Like that was a quick. Mm. So feel like his following transferred it was, over to you. Yeah, we were mm. like a lot of the same brand. That's kind of where I started off, which is kind of weird. I started off in the soccer scene because I oh, played wow. soccer, okay. and so I was doing a bunch of that content and slowly drifted into more just like 
lifestyle lifestyle mm-hmm. yeah yeah and just kind of went away from that and then that's when i kind of really got into like editing i shifted a little bit and then hmm, full circle got back into soccer sports a little bit yeah sports yeah it's nice there's value to um i think market yourself on a bunch of different platforms like for specifically today like tiktok is although it's like super easy to consume content really fast god i you love can, that app dude it's so it's addicting. so easy to scroll right it's so bad god. um but like you can grow super easily on there are you mm-hmm. on tiktok a little bit okay cool. i'm not like i said like another thing i hope this is a good thing that's being documented so mm-hmm. i can say it and now i'm, I'm accountable uh-huh. when i graduate i want to like really dive into tiktok come hang out like, with us and yeah. make tiktoks with hell yeah posts, and yeah. i don't mean like fucking dancing like no, i mean no, like yeah. actually oh, like yeah. you know posting like my work and like dope trying ways. to rip one every yeah, day it's I mean, so hard it is hard it's difficult i would get in like streams or like this past year i was like oh i'll make like four just like one day or like mm-hmm. and then like post them and yeah. one would pop and then be sick and then I just wouldn't make any more. Yeah, I think Damn. it's. I think it's been the it's, most the most important thing for me to grow like the community. Yeah, the TikTok and dude, right. and our pod. Yeah, like our pod clips have been ripping dude, on TikTok. Oh, I bet. Which I is bet. Cr- which I is, just posted one. It has yeah, like 190k. Yeah, like 200k, and, and it's crazy because like everyone was shitting on that app when I right. dude, I was literally I was telling Costas this a minute ago. Like me and my friend Kyle would go into our fucking frat basement so no one would see us when tiktok first came out yeah. because our boys would clown us right and we would fucking make tiktoks in the basement we were trying to figure out the app and i was like i love that I was like brother dancing i'm like we can't dance okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't dance. dance what do we do dude and we i'm like do this and i'm like making a video edit it gets like four views i'm like fuck and i see little huddy like <laughs> yeah. and i'm like dude four million views on this kid <laughs> yeah. you know so it, yeah. it, it's been oh. it's been great though because now i feel like we've we've figured it out Kind of, not really. Cotton. Yeah, I mean, but like we're posting on a consi- I think the only thing that you can do that you can actually control is the only thing you control on social media is how often you show up to bat. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, there's no there's no reason and like because it's so easy and I get down on myself too. If like I post a banger and it does yeah. like whatever, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And we post a pod clip, it gets 150,000 yeah, views. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know what I mean? It's like you really just have to post it because you liked it mm. and move on and just keep going because right. there's right. no there's no reason getting down on yourself right. if it doesn't do whatever do, you think yeah. it's well or do whatever that, that means, you yeah. know? Fair enough. What do you think about how do you want to grow your brand even more or do you give a fuck about that? Or is it more just about like trying to get better clientele once you're done with school and you're going to have a substantial more amount of yeah. time to be able to do something like that if you wanted to mm-hmm. like YouTube, is yeah. that cross your mind at all? So much time. It's so it's much tough. time. Mm, it is a bitch of a platform, think, I don't know, but it is great. Cause like you can really build yeah. an audience and a community on YouTube. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there is value in that. But it's like, how much time do you want to allocate to that? Totally. Are you doing brand deals at all on social? Like, are you using social to like, are you reaching out to brands or, or mm. people to to connect or to get work? Is a lot of work coming to you through mm. social? Well, some's coming through social, a lot through referrals. Just people, just network is mm-hmm. just the best marketing. It's incredible. Mm. Yeah. It's just people you've worked with in the past refer you or people see you on social, like, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is great. To your question earlier about um, do I want to grow my brand um, or clientele? I guess kind of both. It's like, I guess, kind of the same. Mm. I think I want like my brand to kind of be the work. Um, and you mentioned earlier, you said it's like all about the at bat. Mm. Um, and I've been dealing with this a lot because I feel like I really want my work to be at a level um, that I'm like proud of. But that's like so hard as an artist. to. Like, I think get, it's so hard. It's impossible almost. Mm hmm. I've um, tried to remove myself from it. Really? Yeah, because I think that, okay, say say a year, 
I make seven or eight videos, or maybe let's call it 12. Say I make 12 videos that I'm like, this is like my best shit. Yeah. Okay, but you can't fucking post 12 videos and expect my brand to grow at all or my community to grow. Right. So then when I finally was like, all right, dude, fuck it. If I'm going to rip a TikTok, I don't care if it's perfect. I don't care if it's like polished. It's yeah. on my phone. Like, dude, because literally like two days ago, I posted this, this video took me like three minutes to make 40,000 views. And I'm like, that bur- that just bugs you, though, yeah, because no, because as a creative person, it's like. Dude, I spend I spend yeah. two weeks making the craziest like LeBron All Star video that yeah. doesn't do anything. So it's like you really can't attach yourself to the views, and you have to be mm-hmm. like, okay, like I'm gonna try and make my best work yeah. when it's my time to make my best work. That's the thing too. I think if you if you did care about the views mm-hmm. though, like you'd probably make the stupid shit that would get the views. Probably. So like I'm yeah. really driven by the work. Like I mm-hmm. really like okay. the final product. Okay, nice. Because I can be like, yo, look what I did. Like Damn. look at this. Okay. Look at this thing. That's mm-hmm. like I had this vision, and Definitely. this is. Um, and that's kind of where I want my brand to go. Um, so which, would you rather work on like one video a month and make it yeah, crazy? Okay, yeah, dope, definitely. Dope. Definitely. And you know that. So yeah, that's because like, yeah, almost like any, I mean, anyone can put out a ton of shit. Yeah, like, yeah totally. The, the pool of people that are able to put in, uh, or make something that has such depth is like getting smaller with this. Like hundred percent. So with I, this social media yeah, and like, I, I takeover. Just, I think art, like I really, it's almost like the definition of like what I find to be like worthy of like art is like the depth of like it. Um, I like that. Okay. Because, and that's just a personal thing. That's mm. not like, but yeah, because if it's like, if it's, if it's too easy, it's almost like that didn't Dude, take any yeah, effort exactly. or like, doesn't, what does it say? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. obviously art doesn't have to have a meaning genuinely, but like it's a lot, I think feels more fulfilling personally if you like put a lot of energy and time and like meaning into it 100 percent. yeah but it but it shows dude like your fucking videos are amazing and like oh thank you bro your editing's crazy your fucking vfx like after effects if you watch your videos you can tell that you put a lot of fucking time and energy into that and i often think that like I think there's something to be said if you're trying to grow your brand on social Mm -hmm. media to stay super consistent. But I also think it's really important to like have a few pieces of work that you're like, I'm going to spend, for Mm -hmm. example, like you said, going back to the video where you're like, I could either put like 50% time and energy into this Mm -hmm. or I could put a lot more time, give this my fucking all and have this be a piece that I'm super confident and proud of. And I think that often or that is also super important to do because you can put out the content that's, you know takes you a couple seconds or or 15 minutes to make in your bedroom for TikTok Mm. or Instagram reels, whatever it may be. But then it's like to really be working on, you know, with bigger clients, for example, the national team, it's like they want to see that crazy Mm. higher end work. Mm. Exactly. And that was the thing like that was interesting because the thing that got me hired wasn't the thing I was doing, which is interesting. It's weird, right? Wait, wait. So like the thing, the thing that got me hired was Uh, that crazy video. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And then when I was hired, I was brought on. It's interesting because the gap between like the creative field and uh, maybe so, I don't know, business or corporate world Mm -hmm. is there's a little bit of a gap in understanding of what takes, you know, people watch a video or a movie or whatever. And, you know, it's the same thing. It's the same amount of time. They don't know how much time went into this video versus this video. Mm -hmm. Sure. So you know, it's like, oh, we love this video. We would love you to work for us and make videos like this. Oh, sick. Oh, you want me to do this like on a daily or weekly basis? This is not possible. This is not, this possible. Is not yeah. possible. My hands don't work like, like that. Like, I wish yeah. I could. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I would love to do this. You uh, got to up the budget a lot, though. <laughs> um, That's funny. Yeah. And so um, there is a bit of discrepancy in like that. 
um, which is kind of sucks because like people might not always appreciate it mm-hmm. but it still is cool to know that they do enjoy like they appreciate the content they may not appreciate what went into it and off dude oftentimes people don't know how much time right went yeah into they have it. no idea I think most yeah. of the time they don't they know. don't know yeah they i mean let's be like what did we i don't i didn't know before i got into this like, yeah how You'd hard no it was to, to make make a hype how long it took to make a hyperlapse do you do yeah. you find yourself like if you see a video you're like Oh, I know this dude took so long on that. You know what I mean? Oh, Do you yeah. find yourself doing that? Like having a deeper appreciation for when you see it, like a video board video. You ever like, watch oh, like a, a Gibson Hazard video? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. like, God. I'm like, this is a whole team of dudes. This is a whole team of Holy dudes working on this shoot. shit. The snake. I'm like, the scales yeah. and the snake took a few weeks to do the, just the scales. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because now you know like... Oh, that wasn't just done in Premiere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, they, they made that whole scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the camera angles, the <laughs> yeah, whole yeah. nine yards. Right. 100%. How did you get so good at editing? Was it, uh, were you watching YouTube tutorials, trial and error? Like, how did you get to the point of like having your stuff as fucking good as it is? Mm. Mm. Well, it's weird because I, I often don't think I'm like still like that good, mm. but I appreciate that. Of course. Um, and hopefully, I mean, I get to a point where I say that again, but um I edit a lot, like a lot. In college, I would literally be up, like I would rip coffee, be up till like 5 a.m. I like, love it. Like we call those sketch boy those hours. Sketch, sketch boy, boy hours. hours. Yep. I lived those for like two <laughs> two years straight. Let's go. That was my life. Let's go. <laughs> like, and, and how much of that was like you staying up, just like editing stuff for fun? Was it work yeah, that you were doing? Doing stuff for fun is the easiest way to get good. I totally agree with um, that. Because like what I like, and that's why I'm still doing stuff for yeah. fun, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, cause it's like, it's fun, you know, you're trying to push yourself creatively and like, what can you make? Mm-hmm. Um, just get lost in the, and edit. it's kind of bad because it sounds weird. It's kind of bad. Cause I'm getting to a point where I like, I really have a drive to make really, really like cool shit, mm. which is great, but it's like, I'm, I'm limited. Sure. <laughs> so like, I'm almost like, but there's no price that like, can mm. like get to that. Like, I just want something that's so sick. Um, where like, you know, you watch something and you're like, yo, that's amazing. I get a lot of questions. I don't use I rarely use After Effects. Yeah. Talk to me about, you know, there's people listening that definitely want to learn how to do. I get us all the time. Crazy effects. And I've seen your effects and they're really badass. I still do think, though, that yeah, 95%, maybe 98% of people that use effects fuck them up. Really? Yeah. I, but I think like the Gibson Hazard, like I saw your videos. They're fucking really sick. There's like, I'm, I don't yeah. have a complaint about that. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. But do you think that... How can someone learn mm. how to do that in a tasteful way? Right. Because That's everyone thing. fucks that up. Nah, dude, you know? I'm the same. I love, it's cool when you learn something new and you're like, I didn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. And now you do. And you're like, yo, I almost like leveled up a little bit. Mm, totally. Yeah. And so it's like, really, I think you want to use that in an edit or something to be like, yo, like, look what I can mm-hmm, do. Mm-hmm. But you have to, and I've done this before. Like there's been times I think this is how you grow. Like in general, when you're working on a piece, you try things out. Even if you're going to toss them, be okay to toss them. Nice. Be like, step back from a different perspective and be like, is this a good video? Genuinely. Like, Mm. do you like the video? Mm -hmm. Not, it's good because I made it. Mm. Like, do you like the video? Would you like say this is good? Would you like say like, this is a video on social that's like quality? And so, yeah, I think you have to be able to like try out things, test things and have like the discretion to be like, no. That is terrible. Why did I do that? Like, I've done that before. Like, mm-hmm. literally thrown away I, probably hours of work and been like, that was like, because it's hard. You have to test things because they might work and they might look sick. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, the I more you do that, that the more you do that, I think you realize what works, what doesn't. And the more familiar you are with like tools and effects, mm-hmm. the quicker you'll be able to do that. Like, 
I'm not at a point yet where I'm like super familiar with 3D, but I want to be at a point. So it, like, is that what you're like? Re- that's what you really want to get into right now. I think that like just opens up a ton of doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and is that at what what platform would you be using to do that? So um, After Effects or no, Cinema 4D? There's yeah, Cinema 4D or Blender. Blender. Um, okay. This is good because now we know someone who's fucking dank at it. Yeah, and now we can give you a call when we need some help. We talk about this, how like I'll look at something like a Gibson Hazard and be in But there's awe. levels. There's levels. Let me tell you. There's, there's t- levels. to Not only is there levels to editing, there's levels to 3D like yeah. no other. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's stuff. Like, you, you seen Marvel? Yeah. True, true, true. <laughs> yeah. Literally. That's so you true. You know how many people worked on making yeah. Thanos? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's crazy. I look at that stuff and I'm in awe and I and I respect the fuck out of it. Yeah. But my mind, yeah, I yeah. go, nah, I have no desire to even nah. learn how to do right, that. I'd rather, right. if I need it for a video, yeah. hire someone to do it. Right. Mm. I'm at that point right now. Mm. But I want to get to the point of like, like in the meantime, I'm like, okay, I'm much, I'll delegate and I'll direct and mm-hmm. for a personal project to get hired. Because eventually sure. I want to direct and not have to touch that stuff. Oh, nice. really? So you Eventually, want to direct. Of wow. course, yeah. Okay. Um, because then you don't have to get in the ne- yeah. nitty gritty. Like uh, you can have the vision and still like delegate. Sleep at a normal hour. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no more sketch. <laughs> no more sketchboard hours. Be sane. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No more sketchboard hours. Yeah. I think you're a much more powerful director if you are at least somewhat capable of doing. Totally, totally agree. And can communicate better. And that's the biggest thing is just being able to communicate your vision. That's what I've learned. It's like been super difficult because it goes getting it to, you know. Like VFX artists are like, oh, I can do this and I can do this. And you're like, okay, well, can we, you know, maybe substitute the image texture and like swap swap out, blah, blah, blah. And I can send you this. And it's like a very collaborative thing. Like I can send you all the assets. I've already made everything for you. You just got to make it like look better, like, you know, do your thing. That saves a lot of time. And um, so you can still have your vision, but they can like polish it off. And um, it's like amazingly more beneficial than if you're just like, Hey, I want you to do this thing, um, look like this. And then they make it and they're like, that's not really what I wanted. Oh yeah. And that's like so much time. And mm -hmm. yeah. Well, oftentimes like a client doesn't know one, how, like what goes into making a certain effect or whatever. Yeah. And if you can work with someone who knows, you know, who's used a camera before knows how much time goes into editing. Mm -hmm. Like it makes the process a lot smoother and more collaborative. And I think that leads to a better end result. Right. Definitely. I do want to, I was going through a little bit deep dive of your Instagram and I thought it was really cool how I saw you posted a photo with Matt Como back in like 2018. You were like, the (laughs) caption was like, it was like, so nice to meet you. Yeah. And now it seems like he's commenting on your stuff. Seems like your boys also seems like you have a pretty good network out here in LA and so as someone who was not originally from here and um, moved out here, you know, wanting to do the film and photography stuff, yeah. or I guess more so film, talk to me about how you've been able to grow your network and how you went about that. Because a lot of kids, you know, want to move to a major city and might not know a ton of people when they first move out here, but want to, yeah. you know, connect with other creators. Mm-hmm. So maybe talk about, or if you could talk about a little bit of how you've been able to grow your network and, yeah. you know, going from maybe being a fan of somebody's work like Matt Como or somebody else and... Mm-hmm you know, now being friends with him. Yeah. I think like relationships, I mean, they're, they're very valuable, almost like probably the most valuable thing you have. Um, and I didn't really have access to, you know, hanging out, chilling, meeting, being like in person, living in Ohio. It's like you said. So like, I think building the relationship on social, I mean, our work is all basically on social. Um, and so starting whatever that may be like, supporting them like posting a bunch of like their work being like yo bro like I, I love your stuff it's amazing um it's all great and like that's what i think a lot of people do and you know when you have someone you aspire to be you're very um supportive and like 
in praise of them. And that goes a long way, but I think like everyone's doing that. And I think it comes to a point where like, unless you like have a face to the name, you know, we're all see their work or whatever online. But when you meet someone in person and can get a vibe of like how they are and who they are and like, oh, this is like Aiden. He's like, he's, I, I remember you from like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or, oh, you know, this person who knows this person making yourself relatable is like huge. Um, you know, it's like, oh, you know, someone, you know, like just like, having I'm, mutual connections, yeah, mutual connections yeah. is everything. Um, it's so funny that, <laughs> that, um, that was like my first, the one, the photo you saw with Matt was like my first, uh, quote unquote, like music festival I shot. And I like snuck in <laughs> nice. That's sick. I like Let's snuck go. in and Matt was shooting, uh, Justin Caruso. I think I sure. showed, I showed, it's funny you mentioned that, bro. I, I showed him that photo like a couple weeks ago and he was like laughing. He was like, oh my God, that's so funny. Um, of course, he's like, like he's like my age. I was like nine, like he's yeah, my age now. I was sure. like nineteen at the time. Oh my god, that's it was so funny. wild! And I like hopped up on stage to shoot. Like I didn't have any bands or art, like anything. That's so like, funny. So I don't think Matt, Matt was just chilling on stage, and I like hopped up to like shoot a shot of Justin, and the security guard immediately just like yo 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 get off stage right now and then matt just watched a little 19 year old kid get fucking thrown off the that's stage that's amazing. right after i'd been like talking to him be like yo i love your work bro that's like, so, so funny, funny. And, and yeah so it's funny though it's so cool like full circle like now to like be in la and almost like you know have respect from these people is yeah is great and blessing um but Do i think f- i still like i think that's another thing going on that like respect thing is like that's i think everyone's goal I think I have a long way to go and that's like the dream. Um, but it's cool. Like just having like, you know, constant communication and just like, uh, respect from these guys is super sick. And connecting with them though, in LA, was it just like through DM? Like, would you just reach out to them? Like when you were out here and be like, yo, I'd love to, you know, maybe like link and shoot or, or grab mm-hmm. a coffee or like, how were you able yeah. to go from, I, I would always hit those, like love to grab a coffee. Ooh, nice. Okay. Always, always. But those, I mean, you send that like, they're so busy like yeah and mm-hmm. they've got shit to do like realistically like you're not gonna get a response um but i i think i i like as i came out to la as much as i could from ohio i would on spring break i would come out to la um just to like network or meet people link up with whatever um and that's actually like last year it's what i did i met my roommate uh jacob great guy um, love you, jacob you, shout out jacob shout out jacob he's the man that was super helpful coming here, having someone who's already in the scene. Um, I mean, I kind of, you know, had mutual friends, followers like on social, but nothing really like in person. So it was great to like make that connection. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it was just like a domino effect, you know, totally. first couple of months I was out here, it was just like, Oh, you, you know, you go to a couple of events, you meet people and, you know, going back to the, would you go to like bars or like how, what did that look like to like actually finally get to where you had like, Oh, I have creative friends now. You know? Yeah. No, that took a minute for me to like actually get people that I was like, okay, these, like, I could hit you up and yeah. you're good at what you do. And like, we're all kind of doing the same little thing. Like, what did that look like for you? Was it Jacob introducing you to a lot of these people? Um, Jacob definitely, Jacob definitely helped a lot. I think the community is like pretty well knit so just like going to events out here in la and like kind of yeah going to events i think like it's wild like you one person knows another person knows not like do you uh for example like i have a friend it's, his name's dylan bradshaw i don't know if any yeah you know. okay it's so the homie yeah yeah he's actually from ohio too like nice i met him out here at a networking event super weird gotcha um and i was like yo you live 15 minutes away from my hometown that's he's so like, funny yeah, oh wow so, wild. so then an ohio boys he yeah dylan introduced me to you know mm. mitch mitch mullins and mitch you know matt and then it's just like 
just a dumb. dumb yeah, yeah. It's like he knows him and his community is like, oh, he knows him. And like just mm-hmm. slowly like the tree grows, you mm-hmm. know? Totally. I do think though that you having really great work paired with like being a cool kid and being a nice guy, like when you do end up meeting these people in mm-hmm. person and they're obviously going to check out your work. I think that's another tip for networking is like you were saying, like your work is kind of everything, right? Yeah. So if you connect with someone or let's say I'll get reached out to from like a bunch of kids on DM being like, yo, would like let's shoot sometime or whatever. And then I look at their work and I'm like, your work's just not that great. Mm. And it's not <laughs> beneficial to me. I mean, it's, no, I totally and I don't mean you. to be an asshole, no, but I it's like, yeah. A, yeah, I have a funny story about that actually. I, this might be good. So like, yeah. 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 So real quick, I was just going to say like, I think it's keep going. Yeah. Sorry. Like a big networking tip mm. is having really good fucking work. Yeah. Like, because everyone wants to work with people who right. are fucking talented. Yeah. So like, even if you don't have the craziest network, if you can get your work to a place where it's really fucking respectable and really great, people are going to want to link up with you. So I think that's like a low key networking tip is like, maybe you don't mm. need to like meet yeah. everybody in person, right. like be out all the time. But like, yeah. if you can get your work to a really great place, that's a huge tip for networking. Mm. Cause yeah. yeah, they want to work. They'd be, be like, yeah. dude, I could have Jake here come and hang out exactly. with me. And he's like down to shoot something, Facts. whatever, you know? Yeah. So tell, tell me the right. story. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I was out in Ohio, so that was kind of my mindset for the longest time. It's weird how that shifted. Like in Columbus, I was like, dude, I need my work to be the best, free, like the best, 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 best that it can possibly be. Otherwise people won't fuck with you. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only way. And then coming out here, like it was more of like a switch of like, okay, it's very valuable to like show face meet all these people, be a regular person that these people are seeing. Mm-hmm. Totally. And they're like, oh, then you become familiar and it's like, oh, that's person. Oh, and his work's sick. It's like, exactly. Cool. And so he's it's cool, like, blah, blah, blah. We can be friends. We're yeah. Good. And he's incredibly out. good looking. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so nah. funny. So great. And he's super humble. <laughs> I don't know if I want to work with him or date him. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Going back to the story. Um, shout out Roy Kramer. But uh, I'm actually, so I'm, my family's like good friends with his family. And um, this was like, he's like the OG guy that got me into this, this stuff. Um, but at least he's, he's the man that I think really s- allowed me to see that this was like a viable job option. If that makes sense. Okay. That's um, sick because he's the fucking OG. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's one someone who we all OG, look up to. Right. Rory's the goat. And I was like, just starting out, I was in my senior year of high school. Like, didn't even own a camera, maybe a GoPro. So like 17, 18? 18. Yeah. Okay. okay. And, um, his, his brother, Terry, love Terry's the man um was he came to my graduation party and he was like yo like he obviously knew I was a huge fan of Rory's slip me <laughs> Very, this is good advice on what not to do by the way <laughs> great he slid me Rory's number he was like yo like text Rory like would love to uh this is great it's a great learning curve from okay. uh, relationships okay um and I'm like you know literally the next day I'm like, literally the next day, I'm like, yo, Roy, like, love your stuff. Would always, like, love to uh, link up or, like, work. I said something crazy. Like, would love to, like, like work on whatever. Uh, I, dude, I had, like, zero anything made. Like, nothing. nothing. Just like, the GoPro. I think, I had, a, I, the think GoPro. I had a travel video I made from, like, Cancun. <laughs> from Cancun of my spring break. Just, like, and he was, like, just shaking yo, yeah. Literally, I was, like, I was, like, I would love to, like, work with you or do something. Or what? I don't even know. Uh-huh. And he responds. Text. This is a text. It's a text. It's like, text. Saturday, <laughs> the next day after my graduation party. Pete, my six spring break video. <laughs> yeah. Let's work together. He goes, he goes, do you have any work? I kid you not. 
You sent the spring bake video. I sent the link. You're a beast. <laughs> no response. Oh, left on red. Yeah. Um, but it's all good. It's all good. Uh-huh. We met up years later uh-huh. uh, for coffee and it's full circle. I don't, awesome. I don't, God, I hope he doesn't. I think that thread is deleted. God bless. But that's so, that's funny. so funny. Yeah. So he probably's had a new phone since then, you know. Uh, I hope so. Change his number. That is hilarious. That's but no, but, but yeah, that's the thing is like people, you got to treat these people. And, and Rory so told me this himself. He's like, he's told me ex- like moments where he's been in um, the company of other people he's really wanted to work with. And, um, you know, his work speaks for itself. He's the man. Like he could easily be like, hey, I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. But he was like, he's told me, he's like, oh, it wasn't the right time. You know, he was on a hike and, uh, you know met someone he really wanted to work with, didn't say anything about his job or anything. Just like super cool guy. And then he saw him later at a party and it was the right time and s- someone introduced him and which is way better than introducing mm-hmm. yourself. Totally. Um, and that's like, I think so important information. You're so right, dude. I, I think that was a great, that was a great story. Do you know what I mean? Seriously, yeah, 100%. And thankfully, Rory's such a cool dude that he probably doesn't give a fuck. Mm. But, um, and I was young and naive and mm. thought, you know, I had whatever. But it was a great lesson. Um, didn't hurt at all. And definitely now I know how to present myself to people in the future. And, you know, at least have some work now to back it up. But like, you know, don't always like, go to other people and be like, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. I want to work with you. Be in a position where they will want to work with you. And it doesn't, you don't always have to force it. You know, yeah. like it's, you shouldn't want to work with everyone. Even if you are super inspired by them, it might not fit. You know, mm-hmm. your time. Yeah. You got to know when yeah. your time, that's right. such an important skill. So huge. Yeah. Like, I definitely made the same think mistake. Big picture. I, the next day I was like, yo, let's go. Like, I'm 18. My, my ticket, dude. It's I'm like, 18, I got it. bro. Like, I'm, I'm fl- going to LA. I'm going to work with Rory Kramer <laughs> and I'm going to travel literally. with the chain smokers. <laughs> Yeah. With my GoPro, <laughs> <laughs> with my iPhone, that's it. Yeah, if you need dude. any sick like yeah. crowd shots of these oh girls going God. wild on spring break on tour, dude, I that's my that's my forte. <laughs> like, I, I crush it. I made one video about it. Yeah, that's a great story, dude. You know, to kind of like wrap up the pod, I want to talk about, um, you know, what like there's a million projects that I'd love to work on, and I know it's hard to say one. I know it's hard to say one project that you really want to work on, yeah. but what would be something that you're like, I, cause I had no, I had planned to create stuff for a really fucking long time. And that's, what's that's really great. cool about our job is we can make shit. I, I think there's yeah. no limit to there's like, no I could be 75 yeah. and be like, all right, now move that camera. Right there. <laughs> it's a lifelong sport. Yeah. Which is awesome. Which is really cool. But what, what is a project that you're like, Ooh, I would really fucking love to work on this. And that would make me really happy. Um, right now in this current moment i think this will be cool too to look back on in five years when you do do it mm. so mm. you know what's like a, a dream what, a dream job like something you haven't done yet that you haven't like, done yet that, that. yeah that you want to do <sighs> i ask my question that a lot i hope myself that a lot i don't i don't know if i can give like a mm. i didn't I, I don't necessarily need like a brand i'm not looking for a brand but i'm right, looking right. for like oh i directed okay. a shoot with a yeah. 45 person crew whatever no, yeah, whatever that looks like for you i think i i've uh I've expressed like interest in in doing like a short film mm. that I think this is more of like a personal thing I want to just complete like a nice bucket list uh, thing similar to maybe what Matt did uh, with his short, um, but that's like probably 
similar, but not the same. But um, like so a short length, film. lengthwise, mm-hmm. something like, like an that. hour, like, like an, an hour. A proper, I don't want to say narrative, but like a proper, uh, you know, longer form, very high high production um, piece that will probably take me many many years and be very very painful to do, but fulfilling as fuck fulfilling Mm -hmm. as fuck i love that that i think is probably the one thing i can say i'm going to do um there's also a bunch of like maybe smaller creative stuff that's sick but i think that'll definitely be the most um fulfilling i love that that's awesome yeah and it doesn't have to be next year you know yeah if the timing's not right that that's what i think so fun about this shit though is like i I have the same type of like like i want to do something like that or whatever right and it's like that almost keeps me making stuff. Right. Cause I'm like that, the hunt of like yeah. making this one video that I'm like, and it's funny is I'm like that. I know for a fact it won't fulfill me, but in my head, I'm like, that'll fulfill me a little bit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Cause I'm gonna, once you're done. Yeah, exactly. Once I'm done, I'm gonna be like, Oh, let's go. But then I know there'll be something else. There'll be something right. else that comes on. That's what's really yeah. fun about this job mm-hmm. is you're always getting, um, you know, I'll meet somebody or I'll go somewhere and be like, that's a story that needs to be told. Mm. And then it sparks it all over again. And that's, what's really fun about this whole game that we get to play. Yeah. You know, it's always just always changing. There's always shit to learn. Right. I always feel like I'm a student of this game yep. and, even, and as good as, as good as we get at it, like we're all like, we all make badass stuff. Everyone that comes on this show makes dope shit. Otherwise yeah. they wouldn't be on the show, you yeah. know? And I think it's really cool to be like, we're only it. I think I'm only 10% of the way, not even, maybe not even yeah. 10% of how good I can actually right. get at this whole thing. Wait, where, how old are you? Uh, 23. 23. Okay. I'm 24. How old are you? 26. And I, and I feel fun. like we're just babies in the game of like, dude, you can imagine if we're 50 still make like yeah. when we're still making stuff at 50, how good you'll it's, be at 50. And it's a lifelong. It's yeah. awesome. You know, it's yeah. really cool to be able to like dedicate yourself to something like that. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it when it comes out. Yeah, I can't Thank wait you. to Hopefully see it. Hopefully we come to the premiere. Me too. Oh, definitely. <laughs> where when, uh, where definitely. can the people find you on social media? Uh, Aiden Minton on, on Instagram and pretty much everything else. Yeah. There it is. Oh, yeah. Thanks for coming on, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the 505 Podcast. If you're still here, please tag a screenshot on the story and tag our boy Aiden and Costas and myself. Don't tag Chase in this one. Yeah. In the 505 Podcast, and we'll see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.